Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brother. Cosmonauts. We're like you do my astrological chart. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard that song, Red Peters? No, no. You know, you know, look up Red Peters. I'm not looking up Red Peters right now. Won't you do... Uh, you know what song I do like? How's your whole? Jing family. Jing. It's I hate that freaking song. We've been over this. Jing -a -jing. Maybe that's a topic, Italian too. Christmas donkeys. Christmas songs, songs that we love and hate. I know you hate it. That's why I started singing. It's really freaking hate that song. <laughs> Makes, makes Italians look bad. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in Christmas time in East Haven doesn't. <laughs> but that's true. Yeah, that's though. hilarious. <laughs> that's like a documentary. Dominic the Donk has no like comedic value. It's, it's just Christmas slapstick. Time. And he's it's like, gay. Hey, we don't have a reindeer. We got donkeys. A bubble of jewel. No, the reindeer could not climb the hills of Italy. Yeah, but hey, the jing. There's only one Christmas donkey, <laughs> and his name is Nestor. Nestor the long-eared donkey. I defy any of you to watch that and not ball your freaking oh, wait, eyes. Yeah, off. we talked about that. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I, I think I got like his mother dies and yes. he like, has to eat her or something. No, <laughs> she. Um, <laughs> they get thrown out of the the stable or barn by the owner because of Nestor's long ears. Oh uh, right. So yeah. he throws him out. So the mom goes out to keep him warm during the snowstorm, and so she lays on top of him to keep him warm. And when he wakes up in the morning, she oh, died. So it's like home. a Luke Skywalker kind of thing. Yeah, but then Nestor ends up growing up to be the donkey that carries Mary and Joseph. Oh, that's right. To okay. The stable, yeah, okay. and then there's this whole angel and guiding star the whole time, <laughs> and then at the end. It turns out to be his mother. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Freemasons podcast with your hosts, right? Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. Worship Brother Ken. And we're up here, episode 161. No. Okay, so just to bring people up to speed as to what <laughs> just happened before we went live, I was telling the story of a show called Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey. It's a I got show. it. It's like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer kind I of. I got it. I was recording while we did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> because... Uh, Apparently, I'm getting clipped off from the, the peanut gallery now because it's a horrible, like, sad story. It's terrible. Tale. It's like the one about the kid who went to buy his freaking Christmas shoes for his mom. Yeah, I can't listen to that. I can't song. listen to that shit. No. Like, no, it's got to go off. I thought no, they smelled bad on the outside. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, how about the one where the dude, like, hooked up with, like, his ex girlfriend? They were, like, in the car drinking beer or whatever, and then he drove off and never seen her again. What? That was it. I can't remember the freaking. Sounds like an Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yo, it's on. I thought you were going autobiographical there for a moment. No, the fuck. I don't know. No, I can't remember what the hell it was. Say this again. I'll find the song and I'll let you know. Oh, it's a song. It's a song. Yeah. It's like Auld Lang Song or something like that. But it's Met My Lover at the Grocery Store. Yes, God. Leo Sayer or not. Met My Lover at the Grocery Store. Yes. Oh, God. Nope. Don't know it. Oh, yes, that one. Nothing makes me sad. I'm just like, dude, get over it. Yes, I forget. Move the, on. Not, it's not Leo Say. It's like Fun. Peter Fogelberg or Peter Fogelberg. Yeah, that's it. Is that who it is? Yes, that's him. 
Anyway, mm. uh, episode 161, we're talking about Cowan's eavesdroppers and, in quotes, Sonic Creepers, Lodge Creepers. Lodge Creepers. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get into that first, but first, we got some housekeeping to do. Joe, yes. you got likes. I got likes. I got lots of likes because uh, I had them ready to go last. Uh, broadcast, but for whatever reason, we got on our tangents. Yes, it happens (laughs) as we do. So we're gonna surprise that it took him a little while to actually like the page, but uh, good old Uncle Jack Farkas. Yes, Uh, got an illustrious brother. Illustrious brother, Jack Farkas. Uh, Dominic D. The donkey. It might be Dominic. Dominic the donkey. Jiggity jing. Continue. (laughs) Lynn Colony Munns. All right. Not Colony. Lynn. Connolly. Connolly. I pulled the George. I'm sorry. Stephen John. Frank Mangiro. Rick Neveling. Kurt Miller. Brett Nix. Michael Gusweller. David Alexander. Alexander Purvich the fourth. Jai. J A I. Jai Everlin. Mm -hmm. Thomas Mott. Stephen Whitaker. Sean Sean Trell Gladney. And Tony Mick, MC, no, uh, so he's, I'm assuming he's Irish and dropped the uh, rest of his last name. But Tony Mick, we'll call cool. him. Um, we got Instagram. All right. Fire away. All right. We got quite a few, actually. Dylan Wells, Shannon Goodwin, Craig Usri, Inwell M, Calvin Knight, Josh Mantello. We know him. Oh, we know Josh. Mm-hmm. Walter J. Crow, Chuck Wells, Ivan Gosper, Miko, or Lady Miko, sorry. Uh, Aaron McGoldrick, uh, oh, what's my brother Aaron? Nisi and Nate Tyndale. All right, my turn. We have uh, Larry. This is off of uh, YouTube. Larry Gentelli. Oh, there we go. There we go. go. Jan Tajias. Let me see. Jan Tajias. Midway. Larry Gentajias. Gervais. Gervais. I would go with Jant Cheese. Okay. That's we'll go with that. Mike Sobra. Rick Fisher. Baha- uh, Bama Hack. And there's a bunch of numbers, but we don't need to do that. Oh, Nick Saban. Listen. Um, Proco 30. Uniform Pigeon 14. Nice. That's a, that's a great title. That's Uniform awesome. Pigeon. Stop like that, that pigeon. And Kui uh, Kai Wang. I think we'll go with that one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Even if that's wrong, if you said it really confidently, okay. stick with it. Yep. Yeah. Sticking with it. Uh, Kenny, yeah. you've been uh, been uh, absent, noticeably absent. <laughs> Lead it. You what missed when I brain farted thing? on how to do the toast. Oh. Oh yeah. He fumbled it. I quick. like. Bad. You know, as soon as you mess oh, things like that, it's crash and burn. It toast. was bad. Okay. It's amazing, but it was bad. All right, brethren. Right hand arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brethren. Vivat, vivat, vivat. I like the uh, the coffee Snow mug. Man cup. Put it down. It's like a depth charge, like from a submarine. <laughs> yeah. It is. And so you blast it all over the table, and then or something. That's why I go nice and easy. But anyway, got my man mug. I don't want to break it. No, frosty. Go nice and easy. Frosty. I don't want to blast it all over the place. Nice. Uh, anyway, moving on. Speaking of Masonic and stalkers, continue. speaking of Masonic stalkers, Greg Schultz. Oh, hey, so, uh, Uncle Greg, lunatic is on. Greetings, greetings lunatic as well. Rich. And uh, all right, so let's get into it. We're going to talk about uh, Collins and eavesdroppers. Uh-huh. So I guess we could start off with the intelligent part of it about what is a common or an eavesdropper, and then we'll get into some of our crazy stories. Yeah. So uh, Ken, he's Ken's in like what? What the area that your lodge is? Oh, it's a town plot in Waterbury. That's a mess. Uh, it's not that bad. It's actually a really <laughs> actually, nice part of Waterbury. Yeah, like it's a very residential neighborhood. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, when I was it's, there, that it was like it's not like yeah. yeah, we're not in a bad area or anything. We just have a very uh, kind of diverse. No. Uh, I mean, it's Waterbury, pot. not melting pot. I guess that's probably the wrong term. But we got you know, there's people from all walks of life and different. Mental health states. Do you guys hear you know that shovel I mean? digging the hole? 
I'm trying to dig myself out of the hole. But it's it's like I didn't mean diverse as in like <laughs> I know what you meant ethnically. I meant like we are you know there's a variety of human beings all crammed together into a very small space. But if you did to describe it in a in a way that people can picture the the neighborhood that it's in, mm -hmm. it's like an old school neighborhood from like the 50s or 60s where you had a neighborhood within that neighborhood. You had the church right there. You yep. had a school right there, mm -hmm. and it's like church school. House, 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 house. Like kind of set up like that. Not, not. Yeah. And they're big old houses, like mm -hmm. very yeah. nice old kind of uh, architecture, and they're they're large houses. A lot of them are subdivided, but they're very, very nice, like architecturally nice yeah. houses up on top. And you see those, like in in New Haven and Bridgeport, you'll see those turned into like yeah. law firms. I mean, like, this is New England, so I mean, a lot of like homes that. are really yeah. No, it's it's. I was, I was actually somewhat surprised. I'm like, oh, I'm going to Waterbury. Oh, this is actually really nice. Yeah, it's up on a hill. It's not like yeah. down in a valley. Uh, so. I, I don't fear for my life. It's cool. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about what a Collins or an eavesdropper is. And we'll let Joe, we'll let you take this one because you, you could probably put it more eloquently than I could. So mm -hmm. so the best way to describe a Cowan, mm -hmm. uh, it's, an, it's an old term. It's left over from uh, the Stonemasons Guild. So to put it into modern terms, if you were a union worker, you know, you're a union guy. Mm -hmm. A Cowan would be a scab, a non-union sure. guy, somebody who hasn't gotten the training, is mm -hmm. pretending to be a uh, a union worker. In that case, pretending to be a stonemason that um, that had achieved, had done his apprenticeship, his journeyman, and and his master. So a fake. You would say. So it's a fake. Yeah. A fake. Yeah. But it, it's it's somebody who uh, pretends to, to have a certain, almost like stolen valor. Mm -hmm. in a way similar to a clandy yeah okay yeah right. but it really wow. had to do with pretending that you had a skill set that okay. you don't have like think of the gypsy guys that come and want to pave your driveway <laughs> no like they're out there are they knocking the door hi we want to sell you a roof we're no get away we're doing work in your neighborhood and we're just wondering <laughs> if yeah go away yeah had right. so that's, that's what a, a, a cowan is Okay, and uh, thank you for that because I had no idea. Yeah, I really right. didn't know, and I've never researched the common. I just know it's part of ritual, and I said it. Did so. you know there's actually a fine um, on there's a law on the books in Connecticut where you can be fined for impersonating somebody um, from a fraternity that you don't belong to. Really, this is state yeah. law. Yep. No kidding. It's on the books. It's kind of like a blue law. It's really enforced anymore. But yeah, no. if you're driving around and you have a square and compasses on your trunk and there's a police officer who happens to be a Mason, he wants to be, he happens to know about this law and wants to be kind of a... Would that actually stand up in court, though? Him. Well, it's a fine. It's like a... I don't know if it's a criminal Probably penalty. Ticket, I don't think it's like a misdemeanor kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could plead yeah, not guilty and fight that, and then the judges will probably throw it out. Really could, douche. Unless that judge is a mason. <laughs> Unless that judge happens <laughs> to be a mason. But anyway, I just, you know, interesting little factoid about Connecticut. Interesting. I did not know that. They won't enforce that, but they'll enforce masks. Bastards. Oh moving God. on. Here we go. No, <laughs> moving on. Um, and eavesdropper. Eavesdropper is pretty self-explanatory, I think. It's just somebody who's trying to look in the lodge or get wind of what's going on inside. It's somebody listening at the door yep. along those lines. Yeah, uh, so eaves are historically like a part of a structure, part of a house or mm -hmm. a building. So he's kind of sneaking in the shadows and the crevices of the, the building to kind of sneak a peek and try to hear what's going on. Right. Uh, both of these, uh, that's what the Tyler's job is. And I guess for black, I guess you'd say the junior deacon as well, right? Yeah, he's the inner guard. He's the inner guard, I guess you'd say. Yeah, they're, they're Tyler, like the tag team, yeah. Um, in a commandery, that's usually your 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 sentinel. Uh, it's another name for you know, basically a Tyler, same thing. Great same Judas Priest song, too. What? The Sentinel. Never heard of it. Oh, it's a good one. Hmm. I was like Turbo Lover. Off the Defenders of the oh, Faith album. That's a good one. Oh, don't sing it. We'll get, uh, we'll get banned on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> for my voice, not for the song. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, what do we got? We got some stories about people who... Uh, I think we do. Probably from both classifications. I think I, think I want to uh, keep Ken to the end, though. Because his stories, like, I'm I'm intrigued. I make a I've got another, more, too. They're might, weird. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I might pour one. Uh, Morningstar Lodge. Um, I can't... Again, in our two locations that at least I've been in, I can't think of anybody... We had... 
one guy who did pretend that he was a Massachusetts Freemason and he befriended a couple of the Masons in our lodge and he played the whole, yeah, I'm a Mason, but I don't remember the signs. Where's your dues card? Oh, I don't know. No, mind you, this is all prior to Grandview, Amity app, all that stuff. So really was no way of verifying. So technically speaking, our lodge should have tossed him out on his ass. Yeah. I mean, there um, are ways, but it's more complicated. Than yeah. Up an app. yeah. Um, so that that's really the only story that I can think of, of of a person who came to our lodge and tried to get in or anything like that. So this guy wasn't a clandestine mason. He wasn't a part of any Masonic body. He just pretended we to be to get in. We couldn't prove that he was or wasn't. Oh, okay. So it's so he unknown. kind of clung to the lodge, kind of was hanging around all of us. But uh, then when we started pressing him, like you know, well, when did you do this? When, I mean, everybody knows the Masonic birthday, right? Mm -hmm. you know when you were raised yep. right? you remember what happened like so mm -hmm. you, you, we started pressing him well, well do you remember you know what, what happened during this degree what was said to you during that degree i mean freemasonry is pretty much ritual universal state by state here in the states yeah and unless you're from scotland yeah, there might be like some slight variances because like new hampshire uses a scottish form Correct. For mm -hmm. theirs, I believe Rhode Island is loosely based on some Scottish mm -hmm. Freemasonry as well. So certain phrases might be but generally different, the same. But right. It just might be a different old word, almost right. like a change in dialect versus mm -hmm. a change in content. You would right. know. You would know the difference Absolutely. between somebody who's never been through it and somebody who's been through another jurisdiction's right. Yeah. So he you know, he was hanging out with us and all that stuff, and then you know, we started challenging him and pushing him. And be like, oh, well, what happened here? Well, I don't remember. Well, how do you not remember? And it just got real shady, and then one day it just gone. He yeah, never came up. Never. Yeah. I mean, we weren't at this point. It was where we were kind of like, well, until you can prove, you can't come in the lodge anymore. I think he got in once. I mean, it was a business meeting. It's not like you seen anything, you know. Um, well, opening and closing. Yeah, but I mean, realistically, there's no obligations being done. It's opening and closing, and you know, I mean, yeah, we could have probably gotten in trouble for it. I mean, we. But by Ooh, I'm telling whatever. Yeah, nah. I ain't the boss no, no, more. Um the only active member of the Grand Lodge in the room, I must inform you. <laughs> Call Brewer. Cut the on he was on his dime. It was on his dime, not mine. <laughs> How quickly um, you throw him under the bus. <laughs> oh, you heard it backing up. Uh no, but it, when we started pushing him, uh eventually he just stopped coming. And we eventually got to a point where we told him, like, listen, unless you can prove by either Dew's card or Tyler's oath or, you know, however, and I, we did give him the time. Or you can tell us what lodge you belong to and we contact your secretary and verify your membership in said lodge. That's what we were trying to do. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. State. I haven't been to lodge in X amount of time. Blah, I blah, can't blah. remember the name of his lodge. So yeah. at that point, uh, when we started really pushing the issue, he just pff, gone. And we never heard from him again. Well, that's, um, that's pretty much, I think, the only time we've ever had. Um, I mean, even, even here, we have never had anybody try the door, or try to break in or do any weird shit. Because I know we're all, we're all double warp shippers and baby killers, right? Mm, we've never had concern, any. Yeah. We've never had any cuckoo birds come, you know, kick the door in or do anything stupid, deface our sign or anything. And, uh, Probably wouldn't be a very good idea with no, this lodge, but yeah, um, but some of the some of the things we've talked about, we did have uh, a potential break in. Uh, oh yeah, couple, yeah, that was a couple um, months ago. Somebody tried freaking pocket knife. During the, the summer, right? During the would, summer, that would be the eavesdropper. And actually, the bar downstairs got broken into as well, and they actually popped the register open. So uh -huh. it was a hit and run of the entire building, from what we could tell. Obviously, didn't get in here because. Whoever the cat burglar was wasn't too ingenious. He must have been from Home Alone because they're trying to pry the bottom lock when there's a big giant deadbolt above that right. uh, that goes into a metal frame door. So it's not and the work. door is solid oak. So uh, yeah, good luck. It was a crime of opportunity. <laughs> so one of the th one of the things I just want to go over security things and then we'll get into uh, Mr. Joe if you got any yeah, interesting got stories. But a couple of security things that I think are good for lodges would be number one. Get cameras, get some cameras, one by the door, or, you know, if you got a big building, get a security system of some sort. Super cheap now, too. 
Yeah, there's a company uh, like a startup out of Silicon Valley called Wise, and their cameras are like twenty bucks for the ones that you plug in, and like thirty bucks for the ones that are completely wireless, and you yep. can stick them on anything. I mean, yep. there's really no excuse. Now. Arlo, I think, is another company. Arlo's good too. They're yeah, a little bit more, more expensive, pricey, but um, I mean, you could do it for cheap. Yeah. So security systems would be, uh, and again, depending on the size of your building, uh, you could even hire a a night guy. New Haven, the New Haven building down there, they got a. Call him a oh, custodian. Like really? He's on duty uh, majority of the day. Um, I never like in the that. old days, the guys that are like the night watch. They got like the 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 mm-hmm. rent a cop uniform on. They got the flashlight. No, like, no, hey, he's not a rent a cop guy. No. He's just a, he's a custodian. He does you know cleans up the lodge rooms and everything. And okay. but he's also there for at security. night, right? For you know, or during the day for you know just to kind of hang around the place. Yeah, you know, it, it's in a large yeah. city. You know, New Haven's one of the. Yeah, largest mm-hmm. cities in Connecticut, so that makes sense. Sometimes just having a presence there deters. People are going to be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to break in there. Because right. it's not worth either getting, A, if he's an armed guard, get shot. <laughs> or, no, B, no. somebody you know getting an identification on me and getting right. your ass arrested. Mm-hmm. And the third option is just get a big Rottweiler for the lodge. And just put him outside the door and just... What? It's, an, it, it, it's a security system, right? I've got a yeah, slightly more gotta, pragmatic... you got to clean up after him. Though. <laughs> yeah. Not I've got a big Rottweiler. He'll just eat the whole. He'll just eat them whole, and then you won't have any. Put Messner out there in a sandwich board. That'll scare people away. <laughs> With a charcuterie. By the way, I did. Uh, <laughs> he did get one vote for secretary last night. He almost won uh, junior warden last night. Yeah, yeah. You're a. Big... <laughs> so we'll talk about that offline. You know, no, we can so, talk about it real quick. The secretary part of it. Well, yeah, the secretary. So there was eleven Masons last night. Again, we have to keep our numbers down low. So we only had. Would you say primary yeah, that's guys? Why there. I didn't want to show up. Right. And... We had like eleven guys there. Yeah, eleven. Right. Well, we had twelve, but one was a one yeah, yeah, couldn't right. vote. Yeah. So um, we had eleven guys there. Right now, I've mm-hmm. said I don't want to be secretary. I'm hoping that Rafferty <laughs> takes over. Right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I said I would stay on to help Rafferty to, to coach him into his thing. So mm-hmm. first vote comes in. Five. 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 five and so one. five for Rafferty. Five for you. Five for me. <laughs> one for Messner. You want to guess wow. who the Messner vote was? <laughs> Messner. Yeah. You want to guess who the Messner vote was? It was Messner. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, you son of a bitch. I look right at him. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I that. <laughs> That's messed up. He was the tiebreaker, uh, man. Yeah, but Rafferty uh, is now the secretary. Congratulations, Rafferty. Uh, well, I just figured if I, great. you know, uh, I, I like to. Ken is the assistant secretary. I like no, to punish Messner. That's like not even a real. Not even a real position. It is actually. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have, I have no financial <laughs> acumen. I don't know how to do basic math. That's treasure. Luckily, you're the secretary. Assistant uh, secretary. You still have to count things. Not how to count dues? Yeah, you're, you'll do fine. Anyway, that's why you're <laughs> I've got one other pragmatic uh, physical security measure okay. that you can do pretty cheaply, and that's just put lighting around your lodge. Yeah. So that's something mm-hmm. that we found out, and we don't have cameras. We have a security system. Um, and after we installed that, we were like, well, and a couple other things happened, which we'll get into later. But after that, we're like, you know what? Why even bother messing around with cameras when we can just replace a couple of these fixtures, take some fixtures from one side of the building yeah. and put them on the outside. So it's the entire property is now surrounded by this like blinding, you know, high pressure sodium light. Right. And we didn't see people, you know, wandering around the lodge at night after hours when we were getting out of lodge anymore. I have another where it was an issue before, right? Especially that back parking lot. I would imagine. Yeah, like it's, it's dark back there. It is. And that's where you need lighting. There's like one now, street yeah. light, and it's pretty weak. And you know, people, there's, there's some wandering sometimes yeah. up from yeah. the the valley. Another area. idea. We'll get into it later. What though. you can do is, with if you have somebody who watches the night building, just give them a laser pointer. And the minute yeah. they're walking by down the street, you just take the laser pointer and aim it at them. Yeah, but unless you're looking down at yourself, you don't see like the dot. You know, it's not like you see the laser going. Well, that's why like you the movies. That's why you make sure you jiggle and, it around. Yeah, jiggle it around. Right. So or shoot right in the eye. They're like, what the? Like, what the hell was that? They look. I'm, like, oh. I'm not sure that's assault. I think putting lights up is probably a nice, you know, low liability. <laughs> Apparently, way. and I saw this on. Uh, I think I was on Instagram, like Reels, which is their competition for TikTok or whatever. But apparently, there's some kind of laser pointer mm-hmm. that you can get that is really hot so when you shine it on somebody it like kind of burns them a little bit <laughs> that's screwed up yeah but they were they kept doing it to these people and 
Just walking down the street, going, ah! probably borderline <laughs> illegal. <I> probably, <laughs> but it was funny to watch. I'm just saying. They're trespassing. I'll get. I don't condone any of this. Just put some lights up outside. <laughs> right, a couple of cameras. You're good. Or if you have a grass game. area, just just tie down fart balloons when they walk. Or just uh, they must make. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rottweiler. They must make paintball things with glow in the dark uh, paint in them, right? <laughs> just slap a laser pointer on a paintball gun, and then not only do they see the laser, but they're getting hit with fire. Like, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> and then they're glowing, so you can find them. Uh, we're all joking. I just want to be clear about this. We're joking. This is all comedic. Please don't freaking do this to your lodge. None of us do this. Uh, with the exception of the serious metaphor. Stuff. It's all metaphor. metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, I like the Rottweiler. Joe, let's go into your, uh, your what's going on with you? What, uh, so we had, what situation have you had? Let's see. It was three years ago. I actually know. It was more than that. I was, uh, it was my second term as master, so 2016. And we had this guy that wanted to petition the lodge mm-hmm. and called my junior warden, called my senior warden. Uh, and they're like, hey, what do you want to do? I'm like, have him call me. Like, I want to let me talk to this guy. We'll set up a meeting. We'll do what we have to do. Very kept avoiding us. Didn't want to give it. We're like, well, we'll send you something. What's your address? Didn't want to give us his address. Um. It was always, oh, I, I can't receive phone calls. I'll call you uh, kind of deal. And come to find out, we end up getting some more information on this guy. Come to find out, he had already been petitioned two other lodges in really? the state and did not get voted in. Wow. So I did my due diligence and made a few phone calls um, to these lodges and spoke to the master. And they all got the same weird vibe um and it turns out i joked around about this before when we were talking about cowans the guy was one of those gypsy asphalt right guys that would show up do all the, the driveways in the neighborhood charge you this crazy amount of money oh that's fun use uh substandard products and then just take off and leave because we actually found some complaints uh against his business on the better business bureau like there was a trail there. oh yeah so he was so and then every, like, we set up little obstacles like you did with this mm-hmm. other, hey, meet me here at this time. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't show up or cancel last minute yep. repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, yeah, just, we're, we pretty much told him, don't bother submitting a, yep. a petition. Funny thing is, he then went to another lodge. Wow. And actually petitioned a lodge up either Brookfield or uh, New Milford area. Really? And I knew the master there, and I called the master. And said, "Hey, look, this guy. Here's this. And let me save you some time. Right. He peti- he was going to petition our lodge. He went through this whole thing. Um, I called the other masters of the lodges that would did not vote him in. Mm. And he was like, "Oh my God, I'm so glad you called me. We're about to vote this guy in at this upcoming meeting. We <laughs> we took his petition. We did an investigation, and we were going to put him through. Holy shit! So." It was just like everything was weird about the guy. It was mm-hmm. just you get one of those feelings where something's just not right. Right. And, you know, uh, you will get people who come through and actually make it into a lodge and they're just using it to manipulate the system. Similar to the business practices exactly. that you're talking about. And that's all it is. Exactly. Just it's network. an additional network. It, it's yep. a new audience. Yep. Mm. Um, weird. Yeah. So let's get into Mr. Kenny. He's got like what? 15, 20 no. different stories about... I've got a couple that I think I can actually talk about. On you can here. talk about all of them. Come on. Come on. Come on. Well, I've got two that are actually relevant and really good, and I think will will resonate with our audience. Okay. Put it that way. All right. Fire away. Right. So we had one gentleman, um, must have been f- four masters ago. Um, we had this, this individual who was lurking around outside of the lodge, um, I think it was after a meeting one night, we had all gone out and, you know, a couple of us were enjoying some cigars and maybe a glass of scotch out in the back porch at uh, my home lodge. And this individual comes walking up to us in um, like a wife beater, you know, like a tank top shirt and a pair of shorts. And it's probably 23 (laughs) degrees Fahrenheit out. And he's sweating. That's usually a good sign. Well, he's very animated, right? And, uh, (laughs) 
So he comes up to us and he's got a very thick Russian accent, Russian, Ukrainian, you know, some kind of Eastern Bloc kind of. My accent. name is Roska. You want to fight me? Yeah, yeah oh, no. my baby. And he was like, uh, he's like, oh, is this Masonic Lodge? I'm like, yeah, this is a Masonic Lodge. Are you a Mason? And he's like, oh, I want to meet the master. And we're like, okay. Um, I mean, are you are you, are you a brother Mason? Like, he's like, oh yes, I was Mason in in Russia. And we were like, okay, well, you know, we'll have to verify that. Obviously, if you're a brother, you're okay being, you know, you're okay working your way into a lodge or being right. investigated. Like that's part of being a Mason. So we're like, all right, we're gonna have to ask you some questions. But you know, the master's right over here. You can go talk to him. And he runs into the lodge i mean it was just you know the master happened to be walking up the stairs in, in the back of army lodge. wait so he bolted into the lodge well just into not into the actual lodge room oh. but into the like foyer right because yeah, right. we were just outside the door and he runs up and he's like kissing his ring and like yo you know like on his knees like oh master and all this kind of stuff and he's like you know the, i'm not gonna say who the, the the brother who was master at the time was but you know, he's like looking at me and he's one of those guys that's always, you know, also armed. Right. And I'm like, you know, don't don't shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to talk to you. I didn't know he was going to like bow down and try to like kiss your boots and stuff. Oh, so, my God, that's funny. Um, yeah. So that that individual, uh, I think he, he came back around a couple other times. I think he was just wandering around the neighborhood that time of night mm. every night. And, you know, when we were meeting, he would roll in and try to. But yeah, he was clearly not a Mason. No. Um, I don't know if he believed he was or whether he was just trying to make new friends. I don't know whether he was a Cowan or an eavesdropper, but it was, you know, we all had some funny stories from <laughs> our friend Yuri. Well, let me, if I can just quickly on top of that, you know, when you're at your Masonic Lodge, or like even downstairs, we go downstairs, we're out on the front porch, we're, you know, smoking cigarettes or hanging out, just getting fresh air, getting out of the lodge. Mm -hmm. Smoking well, cigarettes, getting fresh air. Yeah, 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 a little bit of both. Uh, <laughs> well, not everybody goes outside and smokes. I know, so. I'm just saying. Um, I, I, if, especially sometimes we go down in our Masonic regalia, right? Just because yeah. we're at refreshment, you know, we're not going to just take all of our shit off to go downstairs for five minutes to come back upstairs to put it all back on. So we just go downstairs in it, right? <clears throat> Can't get in trouble with it. You know, we're not going to get in any type of trouble with it in Grand Lodge or anything. It's just, you know, you, you're just outside. Yeah, right? if you're just stepping out the front door yeah. of the lodge for a minute. It's fine. Uh, I would implore Masons to be very situationally aware of that mm -hmm. because there are people out there that actually believe truly that we are evil people. Mm -hmm. We know we're not, but. Just be situational. Be situationally aware of your surroundings when you're out there, because uh, and the reason why I bring this up is because uh, at least me, first thing I'm thinking of is if a big Russian guy comes up to me in a tank top and 23 degree weather well, he while sweating, big. he was very skinny and okay. Well, he yeah. plays into my point even more. If he's yeah. skinny, it's still a little weird. Yeah. 23 degrees out with a yeah. tank top and sweating. He grew yeah. up in Russia, George. <laughs> Right. Freaking yeah. cold or Russia, heroin yeah. or something along those lines. So Ken just thinks he was acclimated to the cold weather. Yeah, I mean, maybe if he's from Siberia, sure. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, like, and people sometimes in that particular state of mind are unpredictable. Yeah, fair point there. So yeah. just be careful. That's all. Yeah, you know, we laugh up here. We're up here laughing about it, and it's funny, especially when. Uh, Joe's French guy comes by. Oh, I love him. Blasted out of his mind. We do have the neighborhood walker who's... <laughs> We've embraced him as, as who a friend walking... of the show. <laughs> we have? I oh, have. You've embraced have. him. Oh. But, you know, he'll be walking around the neighborhood. He's, he's, got his, he's got his sandwich, and he's, you know, as he's eating his sandwich, walking down the road, the food may be potentially falling back out of his mouth. because That's true. And he doesn't necessarily walk the sidewalk. It's more of a zigzag. Swagger. It's a it's, swagger. It's as if he's evading yeah, a sniper. It's, it's, just, yeah. <laughs> it's just swagger. He's, he's cool. He's got swag. At but, any rate, like, you, we, we know him, right? And we know yes. that, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, and here's he's the, the thing. Drunk, he needs to be appropriate. But he's, uh, I don't think he's the town. Well, he might drink a little, but I wouldn't say he's the town drunk. Because the guy, the guy, the reason why the guy is there, the reason why the guy is there is we're right across the street from the train station, which mm -hmm. now they shut down some of the service and it's a right. Peter Pan bus. Right. Guy's going to and from work every day, so the yeah. guy has a, a full time job that he yep. shows up to, and he's just a taste a, tester. It's just, just uh, 
Just a simple man trying Two to make his way through the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Two roads be uh, taste duster. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was really to it, sidebar. Like we mm. we made a, a little name for him. Like like we think his name is Jean Louis, or I wanted his name to be Jean Louis. <laughs> yeah, I think it was his name. Like he doesn't and, even have a name. No, he does. It's he James. Does. Yeah, James. Yeah. James. So right, that's what it was, James. I think Jean Louis. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, you're, you're Jean Louis. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not calling you James. You're Jean Louis. <laughs> Scott Blanchard, situational awareness is good advice for all lodges with the current conditions in our country. That Tyler probably uh, have something better than a dull sword. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge advocate for that. Mm -hmm. um, and when you go into, uh, I mean, here it's not too bad because I mean we have our our, our main door right here because you know obviously yeah we, you've got a, a good security yeah. lock on we got a door. pretty decent door on here so you're not booting that thing in. But I mean, how many lodges? How many times have you been in lodge and the, the building's wide open and oh, we're yeah. all just in one room yeah with an 87 yeah. year old tyler who's just sitting there could just about keep his eyes open if i mean the importance of the tyler position is much more important than i think lodges put credit to 100 because oh, in a lot of different ways because he he is the eyes and the ears outside the lodge and if you're right. tiled from within that's fine but as long as your outer door is locked you should lock your doors Lock up that yeah, building. Absolutely. Um, and yep. I've seen it multiple times where, you know, I mean, I think it was a, a lodge actually right up the road. Uh, during lodge, there, somebody walked in and stole a bunch of shit <laughs> while they were in lodge. Really? Yeah. I mean, sometimes people forget to, like, lock the door before yep. they go upstairs to the, mm -hmm. you know, before the meeting comes to order. So, yeah, I could see that happening, but yeah, I think you're right. You need to prioritize that kind of physical security, especially nowadays. Um, and Which also makes me think that um, there should almost be something outside for the Tyler, like a little light switch or something where, God forbid, something's going on and he, he senses something might be a little bit off. He can just flick that switch so everybody mm. inside knows. You know, yeah, Here you could all hide in the chamber of reflection if you needed to. There's nobody getting in there. Right, no. Well. You ain't getting your ass out either. <laughs> well, but eventually yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing that another lodge actually, Shepherd Salem, I'll give them credit. Uh, they actually have a door chime. So when you open that mm -hmm. bottom door, yes. that thing goes, -doo -doo. it's annoying during lodge, but uh, in the event you know that somebody's coming out. up to start some shit, you know that somebody came in. So now that key's off the Tyler. Oh, yeah. That if he's tiled from within and sitting inside the lodge, he needs to go check it he out. He needs to go check it out. And so that, and that actually happened always... to me because I showed up uh, and did a pre uh, associate grandometer's <laughs> presentation for Jack mm -hmm. and uh, the lodge there. And I was, showed up late, didn't you? I did. I was about 15 <laughs> minutes late. Well, he called me the night before and said, hey, can you come tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to be about 15 minutes late. Oh, at least so they knew. Um, you were just avoiding getting stuck in another chair, weren't you? No. <laughs> no. Um, I don't mind being in. I don't mind helping out. I just no. don't want per one permanently assigned. Um but yeah, I was just, so in that second level of the lodge, just putting my apron on and, and whatnot. Right. And Tyler came down. And I was like, uh, "Can I help you?" Mm -hmm. And then I turned around and purple. You mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't need any help putting no, on this not, apron. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I did. It was, but uh, I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "I'm I'm here to do the presentation." Gold sparkles, right? <laughs> I did a twirl, <laughs> like a runway twirl. <laughs> Spirit fingers, shit. In case you didn't know, I'm I kind of see him doing. In case you didn't know, I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. Jazz hands. <laughs> um, I don't need any help. No, but they help. like oh, he came shit. to. He must have heard that. Now it makes sense because I was wondering how did he know I was here. Yeah, it makes sense with the, the chime now. Now, mind you, the Shepherd Salem Lodge also has ghosts. So there's many times where you'll hear, Dee -dee, oh, and then they walk down the stairs, and there's nobody there, or just bad electrical, or just bad electrical. Um, but you should have some sort of a system besides the Tyler screaming, "Help!" You know. Right, that keys the lodge off that there's something going on. Outside Just as it could be a simple switch, light goes on above the senior warden that the master sees, and mm -hmm. you know, um, that's actually a really good idea. Man. That is a good idea, oh, like, yeah, like a panic switch for the Tyler, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just uh, hey, yeah. heads up, warning, warning, warning. bullshit alert <laughs> because the Tyler might not, God forbid, it's like a real threat. Tyler's not gonna have time to call, right? Yeah, now. He 911 needs, or something. So if that's which goes on, you right. hit your little. Which, on your phone and uh, I mean, and I, I get what uh, Brother Scott's saying here about the dull sword. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're also not going to be sing swinging our freaking Beowulf sword over the ear either. I mean, but just yeah. imagine somebody coming up those steps and there's like not like 
Mm-hmm. Owen, but it's like somebody else at the top of the stairs with that big sword just going. Ah! I mean, not even if. I mean, let's be real. I mean, you're gonna turn around and leave. you don't even have to be a gun guy. Like, granted, you know, we're gun guys, so obviously our preferred weapon of choice would be wrist rockets. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like a... <laughs> you have the high ground. Yep. Yeah, you can really use like, pretty much. You have the high ground. A dull sword will work. Don't uh, do that, kid. I have the high ground. <laughs> Can you see Joe as a Tyler dressed as a Native American with a blowgun just out? It really, it doesn't no. blow darts down the stairs. With me, it would be like the uh, that last scene in Rogue One. It's just all dark, and then you just see the red lightsaber go. <laughs> and it's like Vader messing everybody up at the end. But in all seriousness, I think that the Tyler outside should be armed with more than just a rusty old ceremony sword. Yeah, we, we talked about have, this. Uh, uh, I would say at least pepper spray or bear mace. Something. Some sort of deterrent. Even if it's like one of those sonic things. Yeah. That just like just pierce your fr- yeah, not, not, not literally pierce your eardrums, but it's like a sonic alarm that's very uncomfortable. Oh, good question. Uh worship brother Greg Schultz, can a master close a lodge in emergency? Absolutely. Form? Yep. Um well uh, maybe it's not and he's a past master, right? Greg, worship, yeah, he, worship, uh, Greg Schultz, yeah, he's worship, he's a past master. Yeah, so you, there's pretty much a, a... Is there a form for that, or is it, we're closed, bang! Well, you can immediately put the lodge of refreshment in the... Uh, you in can the do that, or you can just pull the... Um, I don't want to get into the past master's ritual, but uh, like when our grandmaster will sometimes close in ample form. Yep. There's good enough. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a portion. You don't have to do the whole thing. You could just do a portion of it, mm-hmm. and then be, we're closed. Yeah. I've done it. I mean, if it's a real, real I emergency, think, I think Grand Lodge could yeah. overlook us well, yeah. all running out of the lodge. But yeah, if there's like, you <laughs> I know, mean, it, it wouldn't take more area. than two seconds if if you have a senior warrior. Yeah, right, alert. Right, yeah. yeah, it um, is the proper way to do it. I don't yeah, think the place really, is on fire. Really, or like a real like emergency, that, I might yeah. Get that. Yeah, depends on what you constitute as. Yeah, like imminent danger, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, just yeah. run. Um, so. I think the the Tyler should be, and I would even go as far as the junior deacon, be armed with some sort of instrument of defense, if you will. Um, Joe, what else you got? You got another story? Or, oh no, we were done. No, that's uh, Kenny. Wait, Kenny had a couple, Kenny had a couple. That's had right. Couple. Okay. So we've talked about Yuri. Yep. Yuri. So we we did talk about Yuri. <clears throat> There's one other gentleman. I keep calling these guys gentlemen. I don't know why I do that. Because you're a nice person. person. You're a nice guy. You're a nice polite of them. You're nicer of the three. I mean, there's another better to say douchebag. Another (laughs) individual, person of interest. Person of interest. (laughs) Who um, um, apparently, we're guessing he probably found all of our phone numbers by. Um, finding the trestle board or going on the lodge website because oh, obviously we, we publish our members list mm-hmm. in Freemasonry. Most lodges do certainly in our jurisdiction. We do. And um, of course, all the phone numbers that are on there are our cell phone numbers. Yeah. So this, um, I don't particularly agree with that. If I may just, yeah, maybe I should get a burner phone or something. No, I think retrospect. that I don't think any of our numbers in a fraternity should be listed whatsoever, except on a locked form, such as Grandview. Okay, fair enough. I, I mean, I think, think it was... should be published on any piece of paper, any type of, I'm not even home addresses, yeah. none of that shit. Oh, our addresses are certainly not on there. Well, uh, phone numbers. I mean, you could look yeah. up an address by a phone number. Well, yeah, and like you could it's not that you hard. You could Google my phone number and it'll bring up an address. It'll well, no, it'll bring you to the Grand Lodge website. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'm listed as the uh, the secretary. But I think that any type of personal contact information should be in a closed. Uh, yeah. you have to sign in type format such as Grandview or something along. Those I mean, lines. that's that's a legitimate concern. Or you have I'm, some I'm really... kind of third party administrator. Sorry, Ken. Where like no, it sorry. goes to Grandview and then they send you the notification, and it's almost like almost like a PayPal setup where you're always talking through this mm-hmm. yeah. third party administrator. Kind anyway, of continue on, Ken. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. So, um, yeah, but you got your you numbers. You made a good point. Uh, I think we probably need to look at that from now on because um because of what i'm about to tell you so this person of interest shall we call him uh took all of these phone numbers and put them into a group tech mm-hmm. and then sent um random pieces of scripture and obviously like we're we're masons right um a good number of the brothers that are officers in that lodge whose numbers were included in that group text are christians mm-hmm. we know scripture but it was just random chunks of scripture 
right? So at like three o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, all of a sudden there'd be like, you know, a couple paragraphs from, you know, um, Ecclesiastes or something like that. And we were like, well, who is this person? What's going on? Um, and of course, a couple of the officers of the lodge are law enforcement officers and we're able to like find a little bit of information on this person. He's, he does not seem like um, someone who's interested in Freemasonry. He seems like someone who may be under the influence of some of these unfortunate conspiracy theorists that have been putting all these uh-huh. um, weird anecdotes out about Freemasonry being devil worshippers and everything. And he, uh-huh. I don't know, I think he thinks he's doing the Lord's work by sending us scripture randomly in a group text. But well, saving it. He's saving, he's saving me, us, I let guess. Me, yeah, let I mean. me please interject on this one, because this has happened actually on YouTube. Okay. Please don't send scripture things. We're not devil worship. We're not devil worshippers or baby killers or any of that shit. Yeah, and realistically, Bible, so. yeah. I could probably rattle off more scripture than you. Yeah. You realize we're gonna get a whole bunch of scripture pasted on YouTube now. <laughs> I'm Which just making fine. a point <laughs> though of you know if you got nothing nice to say, walk away. That's the what Christian. Yeah, you don't have to be involved. Yeah, yeah, or just send one of us. Send the message. Message. What's the Christian you, thing to do? If you've got a question, just send ask us a question. No, but seriously, like you know, there's no need for that shit. You know. Yeah, but anyway, this this guy was clearly just, just based on um, the intuition of the law enforcement officers that did a little bit of research. Like it's clear that he's not not all all there. A couple sandwiches short of a picnic. Possibly, yeah. So um, there, there was also an incident somewhere thereafter, maybe within a week of that that assault of group texts, where um, a dead animal was left on the front steps of the porch, which is in pretty poor taste, and never had happened prior to that. So we kind of associated that with this individual. I don't know if it is related, but it's a pretty good bet. I think that it is. So, so you would be making us a little. A little weirded out. So it would be. Is this is this fairly current? Yeah, uh, it's it's recent. I'm not going to oh, say recent. exactly when. Okay, it that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yep. Here's what I would do, and yep. this is just me, and this is me thinking outside the box. I have to. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. what I would do is if you found this dead animal, which means that this guy is probably from the local neighborhood and is expecting you guys to find it. Might even be potentially watching you guys. Well, we know who the individual is based on his cell phone that was sending the group text. Okay. We just All don't right. know if the two are related. You yeah. would surmise that this guy, if he was the culprit, is probably watching. It's possible. So the next time you get a dead animal, I recommend going to the store and getting a piece of beef and actually making a little fire in the front of the of the of the lodge on the ground and roasting it on a spigot. That'll freak him out real bad. Like, oh shit, these guys are real I was thinking more of like setting it. Up. You ever see those things where it was like there's like a roadkill squirrel or something, and they like somebody leaves like a little card. <laughs> it's, it's like you know, get up and keep fighting. You know, you're, you're fighting the good fight. Like, it's, it's okay. Don't lay down on the. You know, like that kind of thing where they're trying to encourage this poor animal. I was thinking something like that, right? Where like we have a little a little service for them or. Maybe we you could even do set them up and oh. give them a, a can of beer, a vigil, or a shot glass, like a vigil. Yeah, yeah. Do a masonic funeral yeah, exactly. service for it. Yeah, we put a couple candles around Perfect. and say, like, put like little stuffed animal squirrels around. Yeah, it, exactly. Like, like, like a shrine almost. Yeah. Like, uh, yep. yep. You know, a couple forties, one for me, one for yeah. my home. You could even exactly. take one out of Monty Python and search the Holy Grail, build a little trebuchet, and shoot mm. it across the street. Nobody yeah. watches. Run away, run away. Yes, they do. Get up, Keith, Keith Noonan's watching. Keep on trucking. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so it's that's the I don't know. Uh, in all seriousness, that is disturbing when that it's happens. It's a little weird, yeah. I mean, it's a little weird. It does. It's unsettling because, especially being in a lodge and not knowing, you know, being in the room when you guys are actually holding ritual and not knowing yeah. what may be potentially going on outside. All the reason to get a security camera, yeah. uh, an arm Tyler or a Rottweiler. Technology's there. Yeah, I mean, you don't. I'm going to push this Rottweiler. You are going to push this Rottweiler. <laughs> But you're you're better off getting one of those one of those Belgian shepherd <coughs> Samoys or Samoyans or something like that. They're like yeah. cool now ones that make real loud. No, they're party. Belgian shepherd. They're, they're similar like, to a German shepherd, oh, but they're okay. Belgian and they are the nastiest freaking security dogs you will ever come across. Like oh. their handlers have a hard time handling mm-hmm. them. They're they're that intelligent. <clears throat> and in all seriousness, though, you camera would be good. Uh, definitely lock your doors when you're in lodge. Uh, I mean, I'm a big proponent of a Tyler being 
able to perform right. his duties, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. not like I don't consider it to be a ceremonial position. If you've got the, somebody who's 85 in this day and, and like age in bad age. health doing the Tyler's position, you're doing it wrong. And I'm not talking about like the Tyler or the guard from like uh Indiana Jones in the last crusade. No, it doesn't have you to be anything crazy. Oh, that uh no. he should be relatively young. Uh able bodied able bodied. Yeah. I mean because one of your duties is keeping off all Cowan's and eavesdroppers. Mm-hmm. If somebody can overpower you, then you probably shouldn't have that position. Or you should have some other kind of physical security measures in place so that you can't be overpowered, right? Door locks that, you know, aren't just for for appearances only. Right. Uh, the ability to lock the inner doors in the lodge mm-hmm. if you need to, things like that. Definitely lock the doors. I mean... Don't you lock your house that. when you're in there, right? That should be the Tyler's responsibility. Tonight. Nobody should ever forget to lock the doors because it should be on the Tyler's checklist, I think. Worship Brother Greg Schultz. We lodge eavesdroppers, wives, and girlfriends back in the day. Not sure what that means. He didn't wives and girlfriends used to like eavesdrop on a lodge? I think it's what got a saying? question mark at the end, so I yeah. think he's asking. Uh, I were lodge eavesdroppers wives and girlfriends back in the day? Yes, so oh, maybe. Yeah, potentially. Uh, I mean, he must not have taken his pills yet. <laughs> I mean, I don't think. I, I think things have changed in that conspiracy theorists have fueled a lot of people that have yeah. mental health issues, and I think that's what's causing a lot of the kind of cow eavesdropper uh, thing that we're well, seeing now. Would you consider like religious zealots to be a mental disorder, though? Because there are some people who are very uh, diehard in their faith. Not necessarily. Where they think they're doing the no. good work. And just misdirected, misinformed. Not, you know, on a mission from God, man. No, they're just missing. It's dangerous, though. But back then, can be, but so can, never mind. No, I mean, I mean, any religion. If you really well, anything you take to excess can be dangerous. There you go. Water can be dangerous. You can drown. Hypotroxemia. Yeah, yeah. You can drink too much water. So it's, um, you know. No, but I, I mean, you can pick your religion. There's, there's, there's extremes there's, in in any. Yes. That, that take it to, to mean a little bit more. Right. I'm going to tiptoe around the whole religious thing. Um. Uh, that's fine. I'm, I'm just making a point that, you know, yeah. when conspiracy theorists put this shit out there that we're evil and we're right. we're taking over the world and we're in the new world order and we're the elites. I'm not elite. No. Yeah, we're not some like yeah, extreme. Like, like you're, you're fueling this fire of people yeah. who are actually thinking they're doing the, you know, they're doing the good work. Like, oh, we got to stop these guys. And realistically, we're just coming up here to, you know, yeah, you, you really drink shitty coffee and alcohol and hang yeah. out, do charity work. Yeah. One yeah, way to that part of charity work. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's There's one way, way to ensure that you're going to see him right, sooner than left and just just. <laughs> but you can one way to ensure you might see him sooner than planned. Show up and pull that crap. Oh, yeah, man. I would highly recommend that anyone who's thinking about doing something like that, um, wow, think Jim. again. Joe played the tough guy this time. Yeah, no, he was I bad mean, cop. I was good. Cop. I'm all for like 100. Right? <laughs> like honestly, my first in my Joe first instinct with nunchucks. Just my first instinct was like, uh, Michelangelo with the Ken situation. Is I'd set up a sting. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: if you like describe, I mean, describe uh, you, you undercover sure. operation and try to catch this guy leaving stuff on the doorstep, yeah. and then you just freaking ambush him. Yeah, but then it's assault on you know. Then Only it's, if you get caught. I mean, oh, there there God. are legal <laughs> ways that we should go about this. On but. top, I mean, come on now, <laughs> and you know how that would be fun. Masonic but, Lodge beats the shit out of a yeah, bystander walking down the street. Yeah, probably not a good move. But I think what Joe's saying is is correct. If you are thinking about you know, oh, you have to come and uh, save us somehow, and you're going to break into a lodge to do it during uh, a meeting, just realize that. You know, we all are fe- not necessarily fearful. I don't want to say fearful. We're all cognizant of the fact that there are people like this out there, mm-hmm. and we're protecting ourselves from those people. Yeah. So don't don't do that. Don't be stupid. Because, and we have superpowers. Yeah. And, and also, our rings can shoot lasers. So. Yes, we have superpowers. <laughs> we we are half reptilian after all. And I mean, you got a nickname mm-hmm. last night. You want to tell Ken what your new nickname is? Joey Bats. <laughs> Joey Bats. <laughs> Joey Bats. Joe like a baseball bat. Joe like is. A, I am now the chairman of the trustees. <laughs> so I said, Simon Charles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Well, we kind of replayed that. Uh, we replayed that uh, scene from Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah. The kids need braces. F you. Pay me. <laughs> Lost your job. F you. Pay me. <laughs> Can't find the mail. F you. Turn over the trustees report. 
And when there's nothing left to be in, we burn it down. So, but I, I recruited a, holy a, a member Same onto old. my trustees, and that really? would be one Mr. George Mudry got voted mm-hmm. in. Oh, as trustees. Well, congratulations to you as well. These are uh, This is a high honor. You have a, a huge fiduciary responsibility to your lodge. Don't screw it up. <laughs> fiduciary. Look it up. It's it's like the it's an entrusted position. He said, "If you do shit like what, you have a financial <laughs> obligation." Fight words. That's that's built uh, on like trust and holy cats. Uh, Samuel Colt would be a top-rated Tyler. Yes, yes, he would. Connecticut guy again. Yep. Um, again, I'm a gun advocate. I'm all about being personally protected at all times. Hey, guess who got appointed Tyler in my lodge for the ensuing year? You. you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's me. That's right. So there, um, at the very least, install a um, one of those uh, battery-operated doorbell things. So you have a button on the outer door, and you can put the chime inside. God forbid, yeah, like a ring doorbell. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, like well, a cheaper home. Oh, home like one of those, yeah, yeah, yeah the electronic freaking yeah. wireless ones. You could put yeah. them at Home Depot for like what, eleven, twelve bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like cheap. Yeah, I think um, I'll, I'm going to get a couple of those little things, I think, and just donate them to the lodge that yeah. way. Yeah, so I just want to be clear. I'm, I'm going to do the same at, uh, at my mother lodge. Too. I'm not advocating for, Simple. if you get picked as Tyler, to show up like freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. You I'm going to go Rambo. Yeah, I was going to say Rambo, too. Uh, Nobody wants to be Arnold in Commando. I'm uh, just making a point. Don't, don't, you're not. I'd rather be Jesse Ventura you should, you should be. Uh, I, I've always been. Uh, you should be subtle in what you have, and no one should oh, yeah. have. Any oh yeah, you definitely don't have until they need to know. So I mean, this is not the lie. I, I just want to. That's why I'm telling you measures we have. I just want to address this point. To this is that not everybody who's going to be arriving at your Masonic Lodge door Has may be there to yeah. cause harm. Right. It might be. Hey, I want to be a Mason. Or I'm visiting from another state. Or I'm visiting from another state. They're just you gotta kind of don't pick a uh, don't pick somebody who's gonna be a Tyler. And again, I think Tyler is one of the most important chairs in the lodge, my personal opinion. I which is why many lodges pay the Tyler. Um but the Tyler should be somebody who is pretty even keeled. You know, it's you don't not want... just somebody who sits outside yeah. during a meeting and doesn't no. get to like participate in a degree. That's you not what it's about. You don't want to meet head open on the door, but <laughs> like you know, that's not what we're. Right. Yeah. we're we want to be welcoming be. and inviting, exactly. but we want to be yep. smart and safe. So, yep. uh, is there anything else for uh, stories? Uh, I do you got to get none that I want to tell. Right, he's doing the raised eyebrow thing. No, I'm just thinking. He's computing. I mean, we've had other little incidences like Sounds the, like the old printers. It's like uh, the, dot, the daisy wheel dot matrix. Dot matrix. Yeah. He's got the uh, prime directive flashing <laughs> in the back of his head right now. No. I mean, there were a couple other incidents like the Yuri incident. And I think, uh, like you, we had one gentleman come in who, in our case, he thought he was a Mason, but he was a clandestine Mason. He was part of the Grand Lodge of Miami or something. <laughs> Um, and, like, he legitimately thought, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm part of mainstream masonry. Here's my dues card. And, we're like, on the back it says, you know, his dues bill, his last dues bill was, like, $500. And he has, like, insurance. And I'm, like, I don't think this no. is right, right. ancient free and accepted masonry or free and accepted masons. I don't know what this is. And, right. yeah, it turns out that the, this individual was a clandy and didn't even know it. Well, right. there's a couple... But, um, members of my mother lodge ashley raspatuck that came about the lodge the same way that uh, oh they actually joined because they actually they they were were able to get the grandmaster involved who kind of i don't want to say pardon them but they had to denounce and give up Mm -hmm. any membership of the lodge they were in because once they found it they didn't realize it was clandestine like no we want to be part of the legitimate thing Mm -hmm. how do we take those steps yeah i'll tell you off air the name you'll know you'll know the name yeah, I, I think we've talked about it before. We had a guy, too, that was uh, same thing. He said he was an international Freemason. No. Yeah, yeah. You can't be a member <laughs> of both, but if you want to be a part of, you know, the ancient free and accepted Masons mm-hmm. of the state of Connecticut, there's a path to do that. There's just mm-hmm. a checklist. Same thing you had to do. To Denounce. That's yeah. one of you the gotta, main things. Yeah, you can't be a member of both. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, that's all I got for, for any type of... This was fun. Yeah, this we're right at that. Fun. We're right at that hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're right at the hour part, and... Uh, I said, you know, I just 
guess we can go over in, in seriousness this time. Uh, I won't horse around this time, but the, the security things of your lodge, you should be number one is always situation, situationally aware mm-hmm. of your surroundings. Uh, walking into lodge, walking out of lodge. I mean, I'm I'm big on it, no matter where I am. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but especially during a lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I mean, I think somebody said especially nowadays. I mean, yeah, I, I would say it's probably more elevated now than it's ever been with uh, worry of people trying to harm masons. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because you have mm-hmm. social medias, you have. YouTube's, you have internet, you know. I mean, well, I, mean, I would you say have, if, if you're going to compare it to like the 1970s or 80s, you know, the there was no internet, there wasn't it wasn't in your face. So, yeah, I mean, if you've got motion lights around your house for security purposes, <laughs> put motion lights around your lodge, right? Same so, kind of thing, right? Yeah, like simple. Same principles apply. Security lights, uh, again, situation where security lights uh, lock your damn lodge doors yeah. when you're inside. Don't make it an afterthought. Make it a nope. A priority, an item that has to be checked off the list before you can open lodge, and make sure. Um, well, another thing you can do is cameras. Some sort of a way that you know, Joe. I think you said it was to uh, make some some way to communicate. Hey, you know, shit's gonna hit the fan out here or something. Right. You know, a doorbell alarm or something like that. I think these uh, are all great a ideas. Panic light, panic yeah, light. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, that's all I can really think of. Just you know. And lock your cars too. If you're going in the parking lot, yeah. I mean, one of the lodges. Oh, where was it? I want to say was it North Haven. I think it was in North Haven. Um, they have their building. East Haven. No, nah, not East Haven. <laughs> it was in North Haven. But like, I remember I went there for something. I think it was somebody's installation, and I pulled in. And as you pull in, they had uh, free and accepted masons, you know, on a sign on kind of like a wall. Like a, what would you call it, like a retainer wall or whatever okay, it is? Yeah, yeah. And they had their sign there, and it said free and accepted masons, and somebody had, you know, spray painted over it. It said, you're not free or something like that. So mm-hmm. just be aware that even in the nice quaint town like North Haven, it could happen. So you don't have to be in a big city. You can be in the backwoods of, you know, some small town mm-hmm. that this can go down. So there are crazies out there. You don't have to be uber paranoid about it, but just mm-hmm. know that. You know, you're you're part of a fraternity that has a little bit of a spotlight on it mm-hmm. because and, of these individuals. So. And understand, it probably wouldn't happen. I mean, Ken's got the good stories, which is I funny, but really, if you think about it, if you have a lodge inside of a big city, the chances of something actually happening to your lodge, I would have to say, are probably slimmer than out in like. Ashlar Aspatuck, which is out in the freaking woods. Yeah, usually because it is, is, but it's right across the street from the police station. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> no, but that's helpful. Yeah. You get what I'm saying, though. Like yeah. your lodge is 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 off in the boom. Oh yeah, it would. T- so if there wasn't a police station right there, response times, and then by the time people would know mm-hmm. what was going down, there's a, a pretty big lead time. Whereas in like in Ken's case, I mean, there's a ton of shit around, and it's a city. There's people yeah. walking. Somebody would see. Even Shepherd Salem. Get a little your beard. A little. You're dandruff. I can't put enough oil in. Um, no, but but I, I would be more cautious if you live out in the boondocks or even the suburbs or something. Because, uh, again, the probability of somebody, you know, a, not even, I, would say, I don't even say attacking, but let's just say, like, defacing your lodge. I mean, because oh, realistically, yeah. breaking a window or, you know, or... Spray painting, it's right. damage. It's shit that the lodge right. And like you said, yeah. like our, our lodge, uh, Ashler Aspatuck in, in Easton, is up on a hill. Mm. Um, and you have the high ground, Anakin. We do have the high ground. Yeah. Uh, but do. up until last year, there the lights, the front lights were on a timer. Mm-hmm. And once like you hit the switch as you go out and you have like five minutes and then all the lights shut out. Right. Now we've uh, installed some solar powered lighting that's there. Mm-hmm. One, it was to bring attention to the lodge and show the community, hey, we just put all this money into the out- exterior of the lodge. Mm-hmm. But it's, there's a security aspect of it, too. And we added some. We had motion center lights that haven't worked for the 10 years that I've right. been a member there that we finally had a, a mm-hmm. brother electrician come out and, and get that rigged up for us. So, yeah, lighting is, is a big, big thing. Because otherwise, you know, in a town like Easton where there are no <laughs> street lights, Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> you know, it's, mm-hmm. when it's dark, yeah, a lot of dark. dark. Yeah. <laughs> it is dark. There's not a lot of ambient light coming from a lot of places. So, um, yeah. You got anything, Ken? 
No, that's pretty much it. Just be safe. Joe, that's it. I think we're good then. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing else. Uh, I want to thank all you brothers for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. So for the Freemasons podcast, I am right worshipful brother George Mudry signing off. Worshipful brother Joe signing off. And worshipful brother Ken signing off. Get a Rottweiler. Have a good one. Get yourself a Rottweiler. Belgian Malinois. <laughs> Malinois. Thank you all for tuning in. Malinois. Thank you, YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Smash Smash it. Smash it. Oh, God.